Hello and welcome to the Life Unscripted podcast, the podcast that invites you to break free from the ordinary and embrace the extraordinary journey of self-discovery and empowerment. Join us as we dive deep into conversations with experts, thought leaders and real people, sharing their insights, stories and practical tips to help you navigate life's challenges and seize its opportunities. So whether you're tuning in during your morning commute, your daily workout or your quiet moments of reflection, get ready to embark on an incredible journey of self-discovery and transformation. Go and hit that subscribe button to never miss an episode and join us as we create lives that are authentically ours, unscripted and limitless. This is Life Unscripted and your story starts now. Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the Life Unscripted podcast. This is something completely new to me, so bear with the ums, ers, yeses and nos. I'm sure it'll get better over time. This conversation went on for quite some time, so this is part one. I hope you enjoy, and I will be happy if at least one person takes something from this podcast. Oi, Dan, how are you? I'm very well, mate. Yourself? Yeah, good, mate, good. Just shitting myself a little bit, but we'll get through it. Um, can you introduce yourself to people that don't know you? Or people that do know you that don't really know you. Yes, my name is Dan Wenman. Born and bred in Northampton. There's not really much more I can say about myself no. other than that. <laughs> I mean, I know you through um, just going up town. You know, the back young back, back in the day. In the day yeah. You were always out with Jamie Nuttall. The thing with Jamie, that's always a funny story because, um, you know, obviously when we used to go back to town when we were younger, what, early 20s? Yeah. I used to see Jamie and he used to wear like dungarees and he'd, um, I remember he got like a, a mastic gun and covered his dungarees <laughs> in mastic yeah. and I used to think, who is this twat? Yeah. And, you know, and I, I had a bit of a dislike for him because yeah. I thought he was like David Beckham lookalike yeah. and he loved himself. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think, I can't remember how we met but we, we got talking one night and um, yeah, our relationship developed, our friendship developed from there. And yeah, he's my best friend. Mm. I mean, he's currently at my house now doing Is work. It? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, um, he's more like a brother to me. You know, yeah. He's been a, yeah, a real, real good friend for many, many years. So, so you just like, on a night out, that what you got? Yeah, yeah just yeah, on yeah. a night out. Yeah. And then we started getting tattooed together by the same tattooist. And um, yeah, we lived together, pretty much done everything together. Yeah. Yeah, so it's... Uh, it's a real good friendship. So I'm very fortunate. I've got real, real good friends. Mm. So I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful for that. Definitely. That's a good thing. During COVID, I could learn quite a lot about myself and just other people. Yeah. And then, and I sort of cut a few ties with people. Yeah. Not cut them out completely, but just realised who to make an effort with. So now my circle, I've, I've got a smaller circle of friends, but I prefer that. Yeah. I, uh, I agree there, totally. Um, I lost a few friends along the way. Um, I don't know, maybe... I tend to kind of see it now as like... Almost like a blessing mm. and a lesson as well yeah, at the yeah, same yeah. time, you know. Um, it's just, you know, they're not meant to be in your life. That's, mm. how, that's how I look at it, you know. Yeah. I've got some friends that, you know, I was really close to and I don't talk to anymore. Mm. And it's not because we've had a fallout, it's just... Uh, our journeys and our paths are completely different yeah, yeah, you know yeah. and if we see each other there's there's no animosity no, 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 yeah. you know we, uh, you know we talk to one another but but that's as far as it goes you know there's, there's no meeting up anymore and there's 
you know, there's no regular contact, regular phone calls. It's just um, kind of like, oh yeah, that's it, pretty much all the odd texts now and again. But yeah, just dif- different different journeys in life. I think it's 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 finding your tribe. Mm. Um, you know, I think that that that's important. Um, I mean, going back to school, I never really really had a set group of friends. Mm. You know, it was kind of like. I just hung around with with whoever, like a comedian. That yeah, thing. pretty yeah. much so. Yeah, or yeah. when I turned up, yeah, or yeah, went yeah. to school. You know, I just kind of like I was friends with this person that day, friends with that person mm. another day. But you know, now I've got a set group of friends that I've had for oh god, twenty odd years. Yeah, you know, and and I'm I'm actually I'm proud of that because you know a lot of people flip through friends, don't they? Have mm. different friends and hang around with different groups and I've got, you know, five or six mm. solid, solid friends yeah. that I can rely on 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anything goes wrong, I could call them, you know, and they'd be there in a heartbeat. Mm. And I think that's um, that's more important. Plus, I don't really like being around too many people, if you know what I mean. I find it can be quite draining. Um, I'm not one for, for gossip. I kind of... Like any negativity or gossip, I'll you mm. know I'll step away from because it's just it doesn't benefit mm. me, you know. And I don't want to have kind of those topics of conversation. It's just you know I want to talk about meaningful things. Mm. And um, yeah, the friends I've got, we have we have really good conversation. Mm. So um, that's really important for me, definitely. So I like that. There was a quote I've seen a little while. I think I said it's Darren, or Darren put it on. Or we both put it on at the same time, and he said about um, sitting me at a table where people are talking about growth, yeah, rather than other people. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. And you, you know, I think women can fall into that. <laughs> oh, look what she's done! Look what she's doing. Whereas, yeah. you know, like I say now, I'm just a bit like, like I say, they ain't gonna benefit you. So yeah, I'm, no, don't. I don't. I don't really listen. I don't really care no. what they, what anybody else is doing. No. So, yeah, if it's uh, if it's not beneficial for you. Yeah, you know, if it's, if it's just gossip, it's pointless. Yeah, you know, there's no point to it. So I don't want to talk about other people. No, you know, let me discuss our futures. You know, yeah, yeah, moving yeah. forward, we're trying to better each other. Yeah, instead of you know, it's like if if somebody wants to do something, I don't know, a venture or something like that, like you 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 support them, and you know, even if it's even if it's you don't agree with it or you don't think it's going to work or whatever, but the support, be supportive. You know, don't sit there and. Let them get on with it and think, fucking hell, that's, that ain't gonna work. No, or, you know that's a stupid idea. Of course, you know, and just step, but tell them the opposite. Just yeah. you know, be truthful, and that's that's why it's not like the circle of friends I've got now. It's narrowed down to very small, but that's what we talk to about to each other. We yeah. tell each other, you know. Whereas you know, the negativity's gone from my friendships. Yeah, as such, There's, I'm still friends with them, but I don't give them much of my time anymore because yeah. it's just like I say, draining. Just training. I do find that lacking in society now. Mm. Definitely, um, you find less and less people are supportive of your goals and your journey. Um, but again, I almost see that as a blessing, you know, because those in your life that are supportive mm. are meant to be there for a reason, you know. Um, but it, it, it's definitely something lacks, you know. Definitely, I see so many people that want to don't want to kind of tear you down before, you know, giving you that support. And yeah. it's, um, I think it's important, you know. I don't hate on nobody, nobody at all. You know, even when I set up um, my scaffolding company, you know, it was, there was always that gossip of, 
oh they're doing this or they're doing that they've won that contract or they've won that contract or so and so has just set up a scaffold company and I've always said yeah good luck to them fair play to them because it ain't easy no. you know it's hard running a business is hard and people um, they only see like one aspect of it you know it's like and it's always a materialistic thing what you've got you know shows a sign of what success what kind of car you're yeah, driving yeah. around in you know I drive an 09 Transporter yeah <laughs> I've had some nice cars you know but I drive an, I just try and keep it simple I'm not rich I don't claim to be rich um, but it's it's hard it is hard work well the aim is to look the aim is not to look rich. The aim is to be rich. Yeah. I've seen there was a thing with Bill Gates and uh, Mark Zuckerberg, yeah. two of the richest men in the world, and they didn't have a designer brand on them. No. But they're the richest, you know, some of the richest men in the world. Exactly. And it's like, you know, people go, oh, he's doing well for himself. What? Because he's got a Range Rover. Yeah. Or he's got this, he's got that. And and this is it. You know, a lot of people are jealous. Mm. You know, you, you'll hear small talk and conversations of, oh, so-and-so's driving a Range Rover, so-and-so's just bought a Porsche. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, fair play. It doesn't mean they're you know, successful. Of course yeah. not. You know, I find with a lot of people, lot of the society these days, everyone see. You know, we might we claim to be a um, patriotic and and everything, not selfish. But I think that everybody wants to, is always trying to better somebody else. Yeah. So it's like oh, my mate, a uh, friend of mine, um, who I used to work with years ago. They've they've got him and his friend have got a company, and. Um, when I was working for them as foreman, yeah. and I turned up on site, I mean, I used to do little garden walls for them when they first started off, and then I turned up on site, and I was doing a, it was 70 houses, and I was foreman for them, and I was like, I'm fucking proud of you. And he was like, took back, and he was like, what? I went, I'm fucking proud of you. Look, yeah. what you, look what you've done. He was like, you're the first person that said that to me. Yeah. I was like, but why, why should I not be proud of you? He exactly. said, like, I don't want to do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm jealous that you're doing it. Yeah. Like, I'm not jealous of you, I'm jealous that you're doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm not fucking proud. Like, and I hope you succeed and I hope you do well. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't want to put that time and effort in after work. I, you know, that's just me. I want to come because I'm not as passionate about it. Yeah. You know, I want to do something I'm passionate about rather than, you know, when it, when it, our four, four o'clock, our four c- comes, I'm like, tools down. I'm done. Like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Anyway, let alone do it, of you know, course. into my own time. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I'd, I'm envious of people that actually have got that passion to do that. Yeah, which is good. And you know, and I'm, like I say, I'm, I'm proud. I'm proud of people, successful people. Yeah. I want to see people do well. So I'm exactly the same, mate. You know, all my friends. You know, even people that are not necessarily, you know, friends, but I see people online that I know, or you know, I see them around, and I think fair play, mm. good on you. You know. Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. You know, if it, if it brings you success and happiness, keep doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Why not? Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. It's the most important thing. But I mean, going back to that, um, saying I'm not rich. I am rich, not financially, but in, you know, other aspects of my life. Yeah. I'm healthy. My family's healthy. You know, I've got a um, beautiful wife and kids. So, you know, I've got a, a loving mum, a sister, good friends. So I, I consider that to yeah, be rich. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, definitely. Definitely in my life, anyway. Yeah, you know. But that has that has always been your mentality. Always, I mean, because like for me, when I was younger, you was growing up, saying you're trying to impress them people. Yeah. As you're going out of town and you see certain people wearing certain things, and you think, oh yeah, they're doing well. You yeah. Know what I mean, and you try and you know that's your aim to go down driver. Yeah. And spend three, four hundred quid on two items of clothing, and it's, so you go yeah. out and you're like, yeah. I'm, 
You know what I mean? But I actually had this conversation the other day because it's funny. Because when I was younger going out, you know, there was always the older the older generation, the older lads. And I used to look at them and think, yeah, they've got it sussed. Mm. You know, they're wearing all the nice clobber mm. and that. And they've got all the women around them. And I see them now. And it's like that time machine is stuck. Yeah. And they're still doing that, like 20 years on. You know, they're still going to the same bars, mm. still wearing the same clothes. And I think, you ain't progressed in life. You know, you were searching were, like, for that happening. Exactly, you where you were twenty years ago. You're doing the same things. Yeah. Yeah. So um it's, uh, it's just matter how we how you change. It is, yeah. You know, change is important. we change every day. Yeah. You know. Well I try to aim to change every day anyway. Yeah. You know, there's been moments in my life I think on reflection. So two thousand and twelve. 2012, and I mean, this is not, it's not something I ever, ever discussed with anyone really, uh, apart from my close friends and family, but in 2012, I had a nervous breakdown, mm. and um, it was, yeah, it was tough, real tough, I mean, we was in Cyprus when it happened, it was a combination of things, it was, it was a lead up, you know, it was work, on a subconscious level as well, I just bought my first house, I'd got married, you know, we were talking about having a, our first child. And um, at the time, consciously, yeah, I'm good, bopping along, everything's all right. But on a subconscious level, you know, things started to get on top of me. You know, I was uh, working in London. And um, the lad I was working with was being an asshole, basically. And I'll never forget standing over the scaffold. And I had a five-foot tube in my hand. And the thought running through my head was, I'm going to stick this tube round the back of your head. And all of a sudden, I just dropped it. And he went, where are you going? I said, oh, I've got to go, mate. I've got to get out of here. Mm. Got in the van. So went home. I thought, shit. It scared me that those thoughts come into my head. So we'd planned. We went to Cyprus, and it was a close friend of mine. It was his wedding. Um, we were school friends. And he asked me to be best man. So naturally I said yes. Um, and while we were there, just things were happening and I just didn't feel myself. I almost felt like I was outside of my own body looking in. And I mean, we're in Cyprus, it's 40 degree heat, it's beautiful weather. You know, I'm with my, my wife and I just didn't want to go out. I wanted to stay in the room. I, I, I didn't want to be around people. And I realised that you know, something's going on, this is not right. I don't feel myself. I feel really off. And it wasn't till the actual wedding day where I um, I got anxiety that bad. I mean, I was shitting myself. I was shitting myself the day of his wedding. And we got there, we got to the church, and it, it, I just didn't feel myself at all. And then it was, he had a meal in a restaurant and so I'm best man, I've got to give a speech. I couldn't even give a speech. Now, the embarrassment that I felt in that moment was unreal. Never said anything, didn't explain myself. Kind of just left the venue, went back to the hotel, broke down to my missus and said, I want to go home. You know, just get me home. On the plane home, I had suicidal thoughts. You know, I thought if I carry on feeling like this, and I honestly contemplated jumping in front of a train or, you know, 
basically topping myself and I've never ever felt like that before in my life um, it just all got on top of me so I took the the natural step of going to the doctors to seek help went to the doctors and um, first thing they do you know is they get out this they get out a clip chart basically <laughs> and they'll go for all these questions ask you how you feel tick it off don't really say too much and I think like there was a scoring system out of 20 and I was like 16 out of 20 so curiosity got the better of me and I said oh so, so what happens when you get to 20 and he said well pretty much mate you're uh, you cut it off and we're going to take you somewhere so I thought shit so they, they prescribed me with um, antidepressants I don't know if you've got any personal experience with antidepressants most of my family antidepressants yeah um yeah, um, it's not, not, I don't, well, well, that's another subject for another day. Yeah. Pharmaceutical drugs are just yeah. not, not for me. I mean, how did you find it? <clears throat> very, very strange. I won't go into too much detail because some of it's a little bit weird, but it's almost like, um, so you don't have like, a, you don't feel it, you don't feel down. It's like monotone. It's just boom, straight through the middle every day. So I was taking them for about two months. Um, and I remember I remember when I first started taking them, I couldn't even I couldn't go to the toilet. You know, I couldn't I couldn't urinate. Yeah. And I was thinking, this is fucking strange. Like no yeah. go to the toilet. Yeah. It, it was and then uh, you know, other things happened, the other side effects came from it. And I thought to myself, two months down the line I thought, you know, you know what? I'm coming off of these. And yeah. the recommendation is don't just stop. Wean off. Wean yourself yeah. off of it. I just stopped. And in hindsight, looking back, that that breakdown that I had was the best thing yeah. that happened to me because I went within myself. Yeah. And you know, I started to I started to learn about myself, you know, and I think that's that's crucial, you know, is to learn about yourself. So I started to learn about myself. I mean I've been going gym on and off since I was like sixteen, seventeen. Yeah. But I really started to get into the gym, um, and I found that that was the best thing. Yeah, you know, just exercise. It's funny as you talk about it because I've just seen a a thing uh, the Australian government or whatever, or no, Australian university have just done all these studies and they're just make, trying to make it mainstream yeah. that that's pushed and sort of prescribed in a way over antidepressants because apparently it's one and a half times more effective than antidepressants yeah uh, most definitely and I mean, the thing is yeah go on sorry you'll it doesn't matter you can go you, you know you go every day you go you know four, whatever you do four or five times a week every day that feeling that dopamine those endorphins remain the same every single yeah. time Every single time for me, no matter what, you know, I'm in there exercising. I can guarantee you, I'll leave there if I'm in a shit mood and I go yeah. to the gym. I guarantee that I will leave there and I'll just feel so much yeah. better. So much better. Yeah, it's like we were talking earlier. Like you're a good fucked. You know, you come away from it. Yeah. Like you know, we'll get into that in a bit. And you know, you do your cold showers and your saunas yeah. and stuff like that. But I mean, my understanding. Um, um, of antidepressants I mean I don't know if it's the same with you you're, you're a little bit of an exception but I've got family members that are 
been on antidepressants and there's not many people that get off antidepressants because no. I didn't realise that actually antidepressants they don't um, I mean when you're depressed you're low in melatonin yeah is it melatonin or serotonin serotonin, serotonin. Yeah. you're low in that and then um, basically what it what what an antidepressant does it don't give you more of it no. it when you what your body's producing it just drip feeds it it, probably, like, it, it rations it out yeah. through the day yeah. so you so you're never higher in, it's sort of like, my understanding of it is, is if you're like really extreme and you, you really are depressed, that if you take an antidepressant, it can bring you down to sort of a safe level then to work on yourself. It's like a base level. Yeah. yeah. So, but then you, but people like family members will take antidepressants to think that that's it, that's the problem solved. Yeah. I don't have to do anything else now, but it sort of brings you down to that level then you can work on yourself, yeah. you know, but. It's never the cure. Never. No. But it's funny because I actually returned, I returned to the doctors six months later, um, and I were asking, oh, you know, you've, you've stopped your medication. Yeah, I didn't, you know, I, I personally, I felt like I didn't need it. Oh, well, you know, we don't recommend you just stop it. Of course they're going to say that. Mm. You know, we all know that they make money from the pharmaceutical companies. Um, and she'd asked me, so, you know, what have you been doing? So I started meditation, you know. Um, exercising just all these little things I started to change my diet mm. you know uh, how I eat the things I drink as well you know I really started to pay attention to what was putting in my body yeah and it's got me to where I am now today and it's not it's never final I'm always learning and that's what I love you know I love learning about you know different diets and <laughs> different exercises you know I, I think we should strive to learn, definitely. You know, I think it's it's um, it's valuable, especially in today's society. But it seems like it's it's almost like a stop point now, isn't there? And people don't strive to learn more. You know, it's like yeah, it's like why am I feeling like this? But let hang on, let me stop process what I've done this past week. Yeah, you know, have I had alcohol? Have I you know have I had uh, takeaways? Yeah, and actually look and go, well, maybe that's the cause let's stop that yeah. you know what I mean let's cut that down or cut it out and then to see how I feel after that not yeah. not just like you know like looking for options that are not natural in a sense you know what I mean yeah. not not learning and thinking why am I feeling rubbish this morning yeah. you know well, why have I woke up sometimes you can wake up in a bad mood and there's, you know, nothing's happened during nah. the night <laughs> but like like you say go to the gym or yeah. you know instead of sitting there and you know, sort of relishing in that yeah. bad mood and it's not for everyone no, no, it's not. Um, when everyone's not the same, you've got to find what works for you. And, yeah, and, and I think this is, this is what's important is what works for you. You know, on an individual basis, what works yeah. for you. But no. you can only do that if you learn about yourself. Exactly, you know, like, yeah. I've got one of my mates into saunas and, and cold showers and stuff like that, you know, and I've been doing a bit of fasting and stuff lately. Yeah. And he, and he said to me the other day, and this is where it's nice that he's, he actually said this and he was like, what I'm doing at the minute, I feel great. Yeah. Like, I don't need to do any more or I don't need, to, I don't want to try fasting. I weren't trying to drill it into him. I yeah. was just telling him what, you know, that. And he was like, yeah, I'm, what I'm doing, the cold showers and the, and the going and going gym, you know, three, four times a week and the saunas, he said, that I'm, I feel great. Yeah. Like, and not drinking. I mean, I never think I said to him, don't like when you wake up in the morning, have, a, have some water first and then uh, you know don't drink coffee straight straight away no. in the morning you know wait let your body naturally like energize yeah. yourself because 
got it. Coffee is another thing that sort of a myth around it. People think it gives you energy. It apparently actually stops your your brain telling you that you're tired. Like these certain cells in your brain or something, it stops you telling you you're tired. So it don't actually give you energy. It's fake energy. Yeah, it's fake energy. Yeah. So but he, and he's like, I feel great now. I'll have a water in the morning. I don't have a coffee till about an hour and a half after I wake up. I go saunas. Yeah. And, I, and he said, I feel great. But you know that works for him, mm. and it might not necessarily work for somebody else. But I think you know. Obviously, myself, yourself, your friend. I think it's vital. You know, you get up. Your body's been in a fasted state mm. throughout the night. This is why you wake up and you've got, you know, you've got crap in your eyes. Yeah. You, your nose is all bunged up. You know, your breath's funky. Yeah. Your teeth are furry. Because your body's been going through a detoxification process as you sleep. Yeah. Which is incredible. Mm. It's incredible. So the first thing it wants when you wake up is hydration. Yeah. You know, so I was... I, Always drink two glasses of water. Yeah. Without fail, that's the first thing I do in the morning. Yeah. I come downstairs, two glasses of water, bam. And then, yeah, an hour and a half in, I'll have a coffee. I don't drink coffee um, every day, although I am a sucker for coffee. Yeah. But um, I used to drink it every day. But I, uh, I've reduced it, and I try to have one a day. Yeah. That's it. But I put, so I'll have... I'll either have a black coffee and I'll put butter in my coffee. Yeah, I've heard of that. That's a bulletproof coffee. Yeah, bulletproof yeah. coffee. So I've got MCT oil in mine. Yeah, but yeah. it's a slow release of yeah. caffeine, so you're not getting that, that hit straight away. Yeah. Um, or I'll have it with goat's milk. Yeah. You know, I don't touch... Um, I don't touch your standard milk, which I always get called strange for oh, doing that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm exactly the same. I'd... For some reason, I've done some an intolerance test, and and way, way come up on my intolerance. Yeah. Um, I don't know how good this intolerance test is, but I, I used to go to the toilet a lot, quite a lot. Yeah. And since I cut out certain things, um, I'm a lot hell of a lot better with it. But like, I haven't had milk for, I'd say, two years now. Yeah. And I actually, I always have almond milk, and I ran out of almond milk, one day, and I took dairy with me yeah. with my wheat bix, and I was gagging. I was actually gagging while eating it. And I was like, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, it's weird. You know, you, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just another thing that, I don't know, I do have dairy, but I don't. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, you do get it in, in other forms. Or you buy other, I mean, this is the thing actually. You look at food now, go into a supermarket. And if you pick up, I can guarantee you, if you pick up, most products from a supermarket, you know, like your, your sandwiches or you know your 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 pastas yeah. and your salads and things like that, they've all got rapeseed oil in. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they, we're not humans are not designed to have all this oil in them. You know, if you, oils, if, yeah, yeah, if you mix oil with water, yeah, you know, it, it's it's not good. It's not a good combination. No. So, um, yeah, I'm very very particular about what I eat. Yeah, it's not to say. Oh, I mean, I have shit days. Yeah, it, you know, everybody does, yeah. don't they? But, but it's, um, it's it's good to not, you know, like you can. It, I don't know. You, you know that all what you're doing is so when you do eat that yeah. shit, all what you've done is sort of not. You're not going to have that effect. I mean, people saying about alcoholics, yeah, the alcoholics might not get hungover as much as somebody that don't drink. Yeah, but the effects on the body. Whereas you know, if you're healthy person and this was during covid when people you were there's a thing when people going oh yeah but he runs all the time and he's and he does this does that just 
there's a thing, a certain thing called like skinny fat. Yeah. So you can look healthy on the outside, yeah. but on the inside, your body's not healthy. Yeah. You know, you can be like that, like sumo wrestlers, for example. They're one of the uh, like, like they're massive, aren't they? Yeah. But their condition of them inside their body yeah. is unreal. Yeah. You know, and they and that, but then that's a different. Then you can get somebody who's a marathon runner, who. And then during COVID or something, you know, something, something happened and it's like, well, yeah, but he was healthy. Yeah. But just because he is on the outside. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, it's deceiving, isn't it? Yeah. It's a, 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 I have to look at um, bodybuilders. It's not something I'm into, but, you know, sometimes looking through social media, I'll see bodybuilders come up, you know, and you see them, they'll rip six packs, you know, big shoulders, they look the part. And then they'll go through what they eat in a day. And I think, that's just shit what you're eating. Yeah. You know, oh, I have Rice, Rice Krispie Squares for breakfast. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. That's not, um, you know, it's not, there's no nutritional value no. to that whatsoever. No. It's just it's full of sugar as well, junk. yeah. But people have been programmed, and this is the, the funny thing, you know, people have been programmed to think that certain things are, are good. Yeah. And they're not. No. You know, they're not like the milkman comes around our house and knock on the door and he's always trying to sell us milk. And my wife said, no. Nah, my husband doesn't drink milk. Oh, what's he drink? She said, oh, he drinks raw, raw goat's milk or raw cow's milk. And the first thing he says is, oh, you know, he don't want to be drinking that. That's dangerous. You know, I'm pretty sure it's banned, but it's not. No. You know. But um, I love the taste of it. But what did we drink? Not like, I'm, I'm well into, like, how we're made is still, we're still very primal. Yes, we are. Yeah, we've like society's moved so fast. Yeah, yeah, but uh, we're still very primal. Yeah. So in our primal times, we still would have had raw cow's milk. Of course. Yeah. So our bodies have not changed. Have not evolved from that. No. So if we did drink milk and it's raw, yeah, we our bodies are able to adapt to that. Yeah, and I think you can spend your time looking on the internet, and there's always a a case against, and there's a case for it. Yeah. You know? So I've I've seen. You know, studies saying that oh, raw cow's milk's no good for you, and I've seen multiple studies saying raw cow's milk's good for you. But it's like, well, I'm going to take it myself, and I'll see how it affects my body. Yeah, you know, because I say not everybody like you might have it. It's yeah. fine. I might have it. It might give me the shit. Yeah. So you again, it's learning and what works for you. It's the same with the whole vegan movement. Um, I've got a friend who is a is a vegan. Pretty much, yeah. He, he, you know, he eats as close to a raw plant-based diet as possible, and he's in tremendous shape. He's extremely healthy. And I know other people that eat a raw plant-based diet and look like shit. Yeah. You know, they look ill. Yeah. So I've I tried, you know, a vegan diet. Well, it was like vegan slash vegetarian yeah. for three years. Uh, first couple of years, I felt pretty good. Last year, a bit. I didn't feel so great, you know. I noticed my body was kind of breaking down. I had problems with my teeth. Yeah. And I just didn't feel that great, you know. I got upset stomach all the time, so I thought, right. And it was actually my neighbour was having a barbecue, and I could just smell the meat cooking. Yeah. And I thought, oh, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna have a burger. Yeah. <laughs> I had a burger, not you know, probably not the best thing to have straight away, but I went back onto meat mm. after that. And I've, I've had meat ever since, but I don't buy meat from Tesco's no. or Sainsbury's. You know, I go to an organic. It's an organic, grass-fed. Yeah. Um, 
farm that I go to. And the meat, you can tell the difference in yeah. quality. You know, the quality of meat is just so much better. It's still highly processed in supermarkets, even yeah. though you think it's not, like the colours of it's different. Yeah. You know, the dyes they put in it to make it more attractive yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. But going back to the vegan thing, yeah, I mean, um, what from again going back to primal times again is we're not supposed to we're supposed to eat meat so yeah. my understanding is the cows eat the grass yeah and they get all the nutrients from the grass yeah then we eat them because we actually can't convert the nutrients from the greens no. in our body because we're not we're not designed for that no so we eat the meat and they've, they've got the the things inside their body to turn that into the nutrients that they need or whatever yeah. and then we eat them and that, that, that's my understanding so apparently I mean I've never done it I've had the odd veggie meal and stuff like that but I've never gone totally but apparently if you're vegan or vegetarian you've got to supplement the hell out to, to get what you're not to getting. get the proper nutrients yeah. yeah and it's got to be a planned out very thoughtful sort of sort of thing yeah and you get many people that are you know have adopted a vegan diet and they think it's, you know, the best thing for them. Nine times out of ten, it's because of what they hear, you know, yeah. on social media, which a lot of it's bullshit. Yeah. You know, they hear these things, and then they'll go in Tesco's and they'll buy loads of veg. And I'll say, yeah, it's, you're buying all this veg, but we all know vegetables are heavily sprayed with pesticides. Yeah. And that's the one thing you don't want in yeah. your system. Toxins. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm very, very conscious. So even, like, to the coffee I drink, Yeah. you know, I'll make sure it's... You go to Starbucks. Here's a prime example. Starbucks. Have a Starbucks coffee. I guarantee you, most people, you need a shit straight away. Yeah. If you look at the coating on the star- on the coffee beads, it's almost like a shiny film to it. Yeah. They're heavily laced with pesticides. Yeah. You know, and it's overpriced. Yeah. What is it like four pound fifty yeah, for, for a, a coffee? Yeah. Know? Yeah. I have a Starbucks coffee, which I do now and again. You know, yeah. if, if I'm on if I'm on the road and you know I'm falling asleep at the wheel and I just want something quick yeah. to, to perk me up I'll have a Starbucks coffee but it's very rare but the minute I have it straight through you I want to go to yeah. the toilet straight away which and that's, that's but that but it, things like that almost become acceptable you know like that's the story you have a coffee and I'll shit straight away yeah but and then people accept it no. you think oh yeah that's, that's normal because it happens to everybody but they're not realising like you've just said what yeah. that's what? your body's way of saying get the hell yeah. out of me yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It is. yeah. 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 I'm not that with a fry up. If I have, a, you know, if I have a fry up, yeah. twenty minutes later is coming because it's all the shit that you've just had. It's yeah. like now we need to clear this man out. And it's like I say, it's like you know, it's like going within and being in tune with your own body and what works for you. You know, you might eat a steak and feel really lethargic afterwards because mm. it, it takes long to break down yeah. that meat. I'll have a steak. And I'll feel feel pretty good afterwards. Yeah. You know, but they, that's the thing with the food. They they you know, you when you have a big dinner, you feel comatose that yeah. you know at night. Yeah. And they, you know, I mean, I, I haven't eaten yet this morning. I've been gym, had a sauna, I haven't eaten yet. Because apparently, well, not apparently, but the studies are showing that you you lose sort of focus and uh, yeah. And I'm not be funny shitting myself doing this, and I thought I would have been <laughs> mentally mentally on it a little bit, you know. And I and I, and I don't. Whereas, cause, I mean, the reason why I started fasting is because my life used to revolve around food. Yeah. We'd, ever, we'd book a day out or a day trip somewhere straight away I'm like what time you know if we're leaving say uh, 12 o'clock yeah. I'm like fucking lunch time what are we going to do well we're going to have to get there yeah. find somewhere for lunch 
So then, because you know, I, I used to get hangry, so within, as soon as my <laughs> stomach starts rumbling, I'm like, I've got half hour. Yeah. I've got half an hour, then I need to eat. Um, and I thought, it's sort of taking over a little. I didn't like it. You know, I always wake up in the morning, it's like, bam, first thing I do is eat. Yeah. I had a coffee, which I don't do now. Yeah. And eat, which I don't do now. And then it was like, and then three hours later, so that's six in the morning, seven in the morning, and then it's like 10 o'clock comes, right, food. Yeah. And it's, and then I'm constantly eating until I go to bed. Yeah. And then it's, and I, and I do, and I did feel sluggish. Yeah. I did feel lethargic. I think it's a, it's a comfort thing as well, isn't yeah. it? You know, eating food. But we used to be told six meals a day, little and often. Yeah. If you want to get yeah, big, yeah, you want yeah, to have six muscles. meals a day, little and often. Whereas, yeah. you know, I fasted for, for about, I've done it for about two weeks to start with like every day for two weeks and I, I lost weight but I lost fat like I stripped down I got a six pack again and, yeah. you know and it was like you know I feel good and I wasn't relying on like you know I used to get I used to stress if like my missus was out somewhere and, and I was like dinner's normally six half six yeah. and she's and, and, I'm, and I'm looking at the watch and it's six o'clock and I'm like fucking we're going to be eating late yeah. and, and I'm stressing over it and he used to and I'm like would you come in the door I'm like, and I'm like a mess I'm like slamming stuff around like where you been where you been you know dinner time you know yeah. and i'm starting cooking and you know, rushing yeah. it but now i'm just like i don't you know i don't get that feeling anymore that i need to like i'm not even hungry now where right. before like what's it quarter to 12 i'll be raging <laughs> raging <laughs> you've been a hungry but i'll probably have like the i'm coming up to my third meal by now yeah wow and i mean that's when you think about it like, so what 20 to 12 now yeah. your third meal yeah you know you, you, you're ramming and packing yeah 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 all that food yeah into you you know in such a small window of yeah, time yeah, yeah. it's uh yeah it's pretty i think fasting's great yeah you know i really do it's not for everyone no you know i think for me personally i mean i've done i've toyed with intermittent fasting for many years some days it's you know i feel i feel good and then other days i feel yeah i feel knackered because I've got a physical job, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, so it's like a car. You don't put fuel in a car, it's not going to run. Yeah. So, you know, when it gets to 12 o'clock and I haven't eaten, you know, and I'm I'm using up all my energy and I'm not putting nothing back yeah. in. I, I do notice it sometimes, but then I've, I've recently done a three-day water fast. Did you, yeah? Yeah, and I mean, that was um, that was eye-opening. Yeah. Definitely. You know, like, first day, and it's strange because it's almost like, a, and it was nothing to do with losing weight because... I mean, that's one thing I don't feel like I need to do. Um, it was just for a reset, basically. I wanted yeah. to do a free day. Because, uh, I mean, if you're aware that the human body's full of parasites. Yeah. You know, and they feed off of sugar. Yeah. And other nutrients. They kind of, they're, they're almost like, uh, they rob. They yeah. rob the nutrients from your system. So, you know, they, they let's just say they take out 60% of the nutrients for your system. And you're yeah. only left with 40% of the nutrients. You know, it's going to have an impact on you. So I thought, right, the best way is is to literally starve the parasites. So I thought, I'll do a three-day water fast. First day was, was tough. Second day was tougher. Third day, I felt full of energy. Did you? It was, it, it was, quite, it was eye-opening. I had so much energy. Yeah. I was like, you know. You know so that's the like, next step for me. Yeah. Like, so I'm, I've done intermittent fasting for a few weeks, but at the minute now... Because I started to lose a bit of weight, in them. I didn't want it to lose like much muscle mass, which you, I think it can. It, there's studies on it does, but there's not enough studies yet. Yeah. They don't really know. But so I'll, I'll do it a few days a week now. Yeah. But I want to get to that step because what I heard was, um, 
is is it some um, autophagy or something it, cre- it gets to when you get when you do ended up doing i think 36 hours over 36 hours that's what he starts to produce um like you you basically like reborn yeah so you everything inside you after that long length of time dies it's a cell rejuvenation yeah, yeah. and it's like um and your body starts to produce stem cells yeah so I don't know if anybody's heard about stem cells, but um, I think Cristiano Ronaldo is one of the famous ones to have stem cell injection, but he had a ACL injury. Yeah. And he was supposed to be out for so many months or something like that. But And you can get these, I mean, uh, Tony Robbins also talks about stem cells injections. And these famous people will pay like 1,800 to three grand yeah. an injection. And he was only out, Ronaldo had these injections, stem cell injections, and it only, he was only out for two weeks. Wow. On an ACL injury. Yeah. I think it's two weeks. I'm sure it's two weeks. But he weren't out for the length of time that he was supposed to be. Um, and apparently after 36 hours, your body then starts to produce these stem cells. Because yeah. it goes back to primal times again, which yeah. I love talking about. But what it is, is your body is that amazing. It will think, if you've got an ankle injury and you you haven't eaten for 36 hours, your body's like, this man can't or person can't go out and hunt for food. Yeah. Let's let these stem cells like let's find the injury yeah. so we need this person to eat and it will rebuild yeah and fix injuries yeah, yeah and, I, and i just think that's amazing yeah. it's amazing well the human body is amazing you know yeah and i think that's that's something that always fascinates me like i love learning different yeah. things about the human body yeah it's incredible but we've been indoctrinated into a system to think that we're just existing yeah you know and, and then that's not the case no. you know i think I, I do i do honestly think you know, somewhere along the along the way, you know, whether it's a lost civilization or or, or whatever it is, um, we've lost our true potential. Mm. You know, definitely, definitely lost it. Yeah, like I say, we're fired. We're not giving our body a chance to replenish itself. No. You know, if we're constantly eating on top, you're just cramming, cramming, exactly, cramming all the time, yeah. and you're not getting rid of what we need because we're not, we're not. Again, we're not designed to eat all the time. You know, no. you you would have bet. You know, you you'd go out and you'd hunt and you'd get a whatever antelope or whatever and, and then you'd feast on that for yeah. a few days and apparently they used to eat the meat last it's all the bone marrow yeah. and the, you know the livers well, the and the, you know, the, yeah. all the nutrients are. Yeah. and then the meat was declared as the the, the last resort <laughs> um, and then you'd have to go out and hunt again yeah you know and, it's and not you like would, you nip in Tesco no, no, you know no. But this but, is the difference. Yeah. You know, they're not guaranteed a, a meal, are they? No. In the primal times, they weren't guaranteed a meal. You don't have to go out and hunt for it. You yeah. Know, if you're out hunting for three, four days, you're not eating. Yeah. And you need that energy to continue yeah. to hunt. So your body will give you that. But again, we're not letting that, our bodies no. give us that, you know, naturally what it yeah. is. Same with like, when we were talking earlier about pharmaceutical drugs and stuff like yeah. that. It's just like, you know, our body's an amazing thing. I mean, it's a, a subject that I know you as highly... Yeah. Um, vocal about with during COVID, yeah. and I don't want to get too much into that. It's quite upset a few people, but and I, I actually, I felt the same. I mean, you and Darren, I followed like intensively through yeah. throughout COVID, and um, you know, I even um, I was one of them when it first came about, and I, I, you know, it's something new. Your media's there, you're watching it. My missus is very, um, it's a bit of a wit last in herself. And, and it's sort of like, okay, now this is scary. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Never heard of it before. It's the you know, and, yeah. yeah. And I and I actually did book my first um, jab, and then 
And I was like, and then it's the started to, I don't like it when people start to pressurise no. me with anything. And not, I'm not that in life. If somebody starts to put pressure on me about doing something, I'm like, well, why do you want me to do it? What's it, what's it benefiting you? And I just started to, and I started to draw back from it. And then, yeah, I ended up like cancelling that appointment and um, I never had a jab. Um, I got, I had COVID three times. The first time was, was a breeze. Didn't even feel any effect from yeah. it. The second time was a bit more like a, a bad cold. And the yeah. third time was pretty much, yeah, a bit the same. But I, I don't know about you, because I work outside, I yeah. don't ever get ill. No. I never get a cold. I never get ill. And I thought, I trust my body, because I know my body, yeah. more than something that has been produced. I don't yeah. trust that. No. So I'll trust my body more. Anything that's synthetic. Yeah. I'm not saying that, um, and I think this is the thing, is I've got a lot of stick because, oh, you know, you're anti this, you're anti that. I do believe the medical system, for some part, you know, has its place. Yeah. Of course it does. You break your leg, where's the first place you're going? Yeah. You know, you're going to a hospital. Mm. Um, but, yeah. I'd say, yeah, I am anti-authority. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I always I, have been. I've never, I've never been, even at school, I, I never liked being told what to do. Yeah. You know, and I don't like somebody feeling like they're in charge of me or they can yeah. boss me around or they can tell me what to do. I've never liked that, you know, and I've carried that through into adult life. So pretty much the same, like you were just saying then, when it first come about, you know, it's the unknown. Our generation hasn't experienced anything like that. So, you know, it first couple of weeks you're like mm, I'll pay a bit of attention and then stuff starts to come through and you start to realise that oh, hold on a minute when they start offering your free pizzas and <laughs> this is it you know and when I think when they have to use blackmail and bribery as a tactic it's a, it's a, it's a yeah. massive red and flag and not be funny we've shit food that's not going to help your body exactly. at all is what, it? what did they have they had help out to eat out yeah oh you know you know you know go out and eat all this shit uh, oh, that's not beneficial is it well, didn't they reduce the cost in alcohol yeah and it's funny because you look at some people over the last three years and some have either thought right I'm going to take this and I'm going to run with it and I'm going to progress and I'm going to better my life yeah and they've done that you know I met so many people that during lockdown put on like two stone yeah in weight I was like what have you been doing yeah oh well you know I just kind of like it's at home drinking and eating and I was in my garden. I was at. I mean, I, when they said don't go out, I mean, you can't go. You can't go out. Like, fuck off. Yeah. I went out to parks. I went out. Yeah. I done what I wanted. Yeah. I went on bike rides. You know, because yeah. like I said, I'm not going to have somebody. Dic- this is my life. Yeah. I'm not going to have somebody dictate to me on what I should should be doing, and that, especially when it comes to a, you know, a pharmaceutical drug. No way. Yeah. You know, I don't like. You go into a car shop and you get a pushy salesman. You don't want it. No. You know. I want to look around and I'll choose my car. Yeah. And I'll ask you if, about the car. You know what I mean? When they're trying to push me, you're like, well, why? why? You know I mean? That's, that's what goes through my life. I, I annoy people because I ask the question, why, all the time. I want to know why. If you want me to do something, for example, build an inspector will come on our site. He's like, I want you to do this, lads. And I'll go, why? Yeah. And he, and you can see a face. And I'm like, and, and a lot of time sometimes they can't even give you an answer it's no. like but why, why should I do it then yeah. like if you can't if you I like to, I can back myself up yeah. on a lot of things you know the reason during Covid 
you you ask a lot of people why they have an injection. Yeah. Why they're having a vaccine. Nine ninety nine percent of them said because Boris said. Yeah. To go to. You ask me why I'm not having an injection. Yeah. And I could sit here for about an hour and tell yeah. you why I'm not having an injection. I researched and researched. You know, I've spent however long looking into these things individually as well. You know, I, I literally went through the ingredients in the vaccines, and I was like, right, and I was researching them, looking up what it was. And I mean, some of it's horrific. Yeah. You know, uh, and so there's a girl that uh, parents live around the corner from me. And so her dad had it. Uh, I don't know which one it was, but her dad had it. And he developed blood clots. Yeah. Um, and that was severe, you know, really bad. And he, he was quite ill. And I um, I seen him a little while ago. And he told me, I mean, he's all right now, but he told me he's got to be on medication for the rest of his life. You know, and I mean that's that's harrowing. Yeah. But it, it the thing that annoyed me the most with it was she put a post on Facebook, you know, just to make people aware that yeah. this is what can happen and they took it down straight away. Yeah. Now if I'm driving on the M one and junction fifteen's closed down and I put on road accident, everybody avoid junction fifteen. I'm doing the yeah. right thing. I'm notifying others yeah, of the yeah, danger. Yeah, they, yeah, they can you take know. it or leave it. Exactly. Like, yeah. But you know, she puts something on and it's it, and it's taken down straight away. Yeah. And I think that that to me, that's a massive red flag. Yeah. You know, because you should be allowed to say it. Shouldn't yeah. You? I mean, sadly, you know what? I've um, not. I haven't fell out with family members, but we've definitely distanced ourselves yeah. from one another. You know. Over. over yeah. Over yeah, the yeah. vaccine. Yeah. Not not close. I mean. No. So my mum didn't have it. I've got a twin sister. She never had it. Uh, all my mates never had it. Yeah, you know, um, outside circle of friends, quite a lot of them haven't had it either. So I know a lot of people that haven't had it, and in all fairness, we're all all right. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because. But then, and the thing is, I know people that have had it, that have had four or five, and seemingly they're fine. Yeah, yeah, but just but it's knowing your body again. Like I was going earlier, I said I trust my body. I don't get ill. No. So why do I want to have something? You know, when I I actually like. And I'm I'm one of the, I'm the only person out of my missus family and yeah. my family that never had it. No. I was a black sheep, and I was honestly I was getting called even being afraid to say it. My mum was calling me selfish. You know, yeah. you got a little you got a little girl. Yeah. You know, you should be you should be having it. You got to think of this, think of that. And I was like, I'm not having it. Like, I don't. And then in the next breath, I remember saying to my old dear, Oh, there's a new vaccine, like the fourth vaccine coming out. You can have it. And she said. Nah, it's a load of, load of shit. You know, so a lot of them, a lot of people, even my missus now has turned. Yeah. You know, she's had all the vaccines. Yeah. I haven't. She's turned now. And a lot of people have turned of and realised, like, oh, that's bullshit. So, they, I mean, I even read the other day that they've got a, a new vaccine out for the next pandemic. I'm like, how oh, can you have a vaccine for something that ain't even... How can you predict that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if it's not planned, yeah. how can you predict yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, I don't buy into a lot of it. No. Either. I mean, my missus had bad, um, in the shoulder that she in the arm that she got in um, had her vaccines in she, she since, since she's had trouble with it yeah. and it's still quite like uh, hard round the injection yeah. thing. and she's like you know she always used to complain about bad shoulders bad shoulders and it's funny talking about fasting she's been doing fasting as well yeah. and um, she doesn't have no more shoulder pain no. which is I don't know you know but I don't know if that's helped I, I imagine it's helped it's tough you know it's tough trying to um, decide what's what yeah um, 
Yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot's gone on, hasn't it? And it's. I think this conversation would have upset a lot of people more, more in the past than it would do now. So I think a lot of more people have sort of like. I think if another pandemic come around now, I think you'd get a lot more people saying just like, nah. A lot of people would still buy into it. A lot of people would. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still see people. I never wore a mask once. No. You know, I've got so much stick, but I can hold my own and. uh, I still see people now wearing masks. I got in the car on their own. Yeah, well, <laughs> weird. When I went to Bath a little while ago, and there was a couple wearing a mask. To, uh, they were wearing masks on an open top bus. I mean, it's just comical. Yeah. What do you actually think about? It? I mean, being a builder, you know yourself. You wear wear a dust mask. You take that dust mask at the end of the day. It's full of shit yeah. inside the dust mask. Well, it's yeah. funny because I just 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 before COVID came, I was, I was forming. And um, I'll become a face fit tester yeah. as well. So I've done all these tests to become a face fit tester. Yeah. And they said about these masks. And I went, well, then I won't be allowed to cut a, a block or a brick with that mask no. on because it's not been face fitted to my face. You know, yeah. you, I know I've got a mask in my van that I've had tested with a hood on and, and they spray that horrible stuff. In, you know, we spray that horrible stuff inside yeah. and, it, and I can't taste it. It blocks yeah. everything out. So they're the masks you need to be wearing. Yeah. Not them nurse things <laughs> <laughs> that actually still let everything in. Yeah, and it was the um, you know it was the pieces of cloth basically you could buy for like two quid yeah. behind the counter. Yeah, but with a floral print on it. And yeah, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah, you know it's it's uh, yeah you, you got to have you got to have a brand. But then I know people that have got degrees. You know they've got degrees, good schooling, went to university, they got high paid salaries. You know, they, they work in a good job. They have no common sense. Yeah. You know, no common sense whatsoever. Yeah. So it's, um, it's just using your brain. I think people trust doctors. And, you know, like, obviously doctors are what they are, but I don't think, you know, why are you putting your full trust into somebody that... Only yourself. And yeah, you've got to know yeah. yourself, haven't you? Like, Definitely. just because somebody says to do something... You know, like we were talking about earlier, like I'm open, I'm love learning about people and our bodies and stuff like that. And if you come up with a thing that you do, I was like, I've never tried that, I'll try that bit. It's, I'm not putting my body under an extent where it can be dangerous, yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah. you sort of know, oh, I'm not, not going to do that. Of course. You know, like, oh, I've, got, I've got this sort of feeling that if, I don't know, if Boris had a turnaround during COVID and said, oh, if you eat your own shit, yeah. you <laughs> know, would have done it. You know, people would have done they it. Would like, <laughs> and, it's just, and I just think that's amazing that people will just sit there and just listen to it's all psychological yeah yeah you yeah. know everything they've used manipulation bribery blackmail it's all psychological it's psychological warfare mm. you know but people can't see it no no you know and I think a lot of it's 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 awoken a lot of people up mm. definitely it's definitely woken a lot of people up it you know, realisation that and the thing is is these people lie yeah and it's not that's not a conspiracy you know it's a fact yeah we've actually witnessed now the unfoldings of their lies yeah you know when they're having their parties and I, I mean it, it breaks my heart that you know people's loved ones who were on their deathbeds you know they couldn't have their family members around them now I'll tell you something now if that was my mum I'd be knocking them hospital walls I down yeah. to be with her yeah you know you, you, you would never keep that yeah, I mean, never, no way. And you, know, you know, I think it's sad as well that some people like even after COVID, like we was allowed back out of the house. I know a, a friend of who I used to work with, and he said his sister hasn't come out of the house for like two years, two yeah. and a half years. And that's, I think that's 
your mental health yeah you know that's not that's people's not mental health is extremely fragile yeah and it's it's been amplified over the last three years mm. you know definitely you can see it you mm. know you see it every day and it's it's sad but that's it's on you as well you yeah. know we could say oh well it's the government's fault I got to a point of where it's like well I'm not playing the blame game anymore yeah it's because it is ultimately it's on you mm-hmm. you know it's like <clears throat> you go somewhere now and you look uh, especially on a beach you go you know the UK Spain wherever you're on a beach and you look at most people I mean they're all out of shape yeah you know they look awful yeah and it's it's, it's not a, from a non-judgmental point of view what's going on yeah you know they're eating shit their kids are eating shit because you can guarantee if the parents are eating shit the kids are eating yeah. shit you look at I mean I look at my nephew some of his friends and that you know the lads are in their early 20s and they've got like little titties and yeah <laughs> and bellies and yeah come on man early yeah. 20s I was like yeah I was trying to take care of myself yeah I said my, my old dear is um She's always been very healthy in you know food wise, and that's just drilled into me. Yeah, why you know people go, oh, you're dieting because you're eating this, do you know? I'm not dieting. This is what I want to eat. I want to. I don't want to eat a pizza in the oven. Like I'd rather have, you know, I like you know if I go out and eat, I like to go out and I'll have a feast because it's a treat. But if I'm at home, yeah, I might have some a tuna salad or a you know chicken and rice and stuff like that. Like. That's what I want to eat. I'm not doing it. I'm, subcon- I'm not consciously. You know, I'm. I'm just doing it because yeah. I, I want to eat that. You know. And and you know that you know you because you, you eat well the majority of the time. When you do have something shit, you notice it. Yeah. You know, you feel it. Like mm. I went to Wales um, a couple of weeks ago. You know, for for the best part of it, I ate good. Kept to my normal routine. Yeah. You know, there were nights where I'd have like a chocolate brownie and that, and I'd go to bed and I'd feel like so uncomfortable. Yeah. Get up the next morning, I think, oh god. And I'll punish myself and I'll go yeah. out for like a, a long run or you know a good hike and that. Yeah, people people have neglected. They neglected themselves. I think it's a lot of it's for quickness, isn't it? You know, like if you put a pizza in the oven or some chicken nuggets, and it takes you know twenty minutes. But yeah. then you could stand over, you know, so you can go and sit on your ass yeah. and watch Netflix. Yeah. You know, or only way is Essex or something like that. Whereas actually, if you spent twenty minutes standing over the co- and cooking, yeah, a nice healthy meal, yeah, and I try and do the that. benefits outweigh. Oh, you know, hundred percent. And I try and do that with my, my, you know, my family as well at home, especially, you know, because I like cooking. So, you know, I'll, me and my wife will get involved cooking, and mm. I'll get the kids involved as yeah. well. You know, I mean, yeah, they do eat like junk and that and they'll go to my mum's house my mum will give them donuts but yeah. it's just a, a grandparent thing isn't it, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I did get to a point where I was like I kind of tried to overpower that and, and stop it but I can't no you know you know I'm the same whereas my old dear like I just said she's very healthy we never had sweets or coke or fizzy drinks so I'd, you yeah. know, I'd go around one of my friends having a sleepover and it'd be like he's got a cupboard full of sweets and coke you know it'd be like you know it's amazing <laughs> But, and then my old dear, with my little one, she's like, sweet, sweet, sweet. Yeah. So I'm like, hold on, you didn't do that with me. I know, yeah. And, and it does, and I yes. say, I'll, I'll try to overpower it a little bit. But my, my little one, she is really good. She, she's not really good in food-wise, um, as, as I would like it to be, but I think that's just my own. And I think it's the world we're growing up in, or they're growing up in, you know, today, is 
if you actually think about it, where can you, especially in Northampton, where can you really get healthy food? Yeah. You know, you struggle. Yeah. You know, you go to a BP station, and like I say, it's convenience, isn't it? Mm. You go in there, you know, you're travelling to and from a job. Oh, I'll just go in the BP station, I'll grab myself a sandwich. Nine times out of ten, it's just junk. Yeah. You know, it's junk. There's no, isn't it? There's always like a another fast food restaurant opening. Yeah. yeah. We just had Popeyes. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, we got Popeyes, KFC, McDonald's. Yeah. You know, and you got Uber Eats. Yeah. Where they can bring junk to your door, and yeah. it's, you don't even have to move to get it. No, you know? no. I mean, I'll, I, if I go, if I have a bit of fast food, the only place I go to is um, Leon. Leon. Yeah, it's. Um, I've never tried that one. It's really, really nice food. Is it? Yeah. That's 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 probably the only place I go to. Yeah. I eat a lot of. Um, I go to a lot of Turkish restaurants. Actually. Yeah, see, I like, I'm yeah. like, I'm like, like, food plus free though. Yeah, no, I've never tried that one. I yeah. mean, that's local to me. Yeah. I have to give that a shout, but yeah, I do go to a lot of Turkish restaurants. You know, I like, I like their food. I like, yeah. the, you know, grilled chicken, grilled fish. Yeah. I try and keep it as basic as possible. Yeah. Not, not to over you know, over um, complicate it too much. Just keep it, keep it basic. Yeah. Because most food's just, it's not real food anymore, mm. is it? You know. It's like Marlene and she loves a McDonald's, she loves, and um, <laughs> not to scare her, but I showed her a post the other day, it was uh, to do with, a, I think it was a scientist or some food expert, and he said about how, um, when you were saying earlier about them spraying food, the potatoes that they used for chips, genetically modified, it's yeah. like, they spray it, and then they're, and then they're not allowed in the fields for like three or four days, because yeah. it's so toxic, and then they put in this warehouse, so it's like all the toxins go. Yeah. And it's um, yeah, and, and it the, the what get it out? What they're trying, what they put on these spray on these chips is so, like you know it's so bad. Yeah, it's really detrimental to our health. But it's but it's just to make them look perfect, like they're, they're not the potatoes they use, they don't normally look like that. But they've made them look like that. Yeah. But they're, they're long and big, and um, they spray them with all this just so it, it, they get what they want from it. Of course. You know, and then you get, and then you give it to your kid, and he's yeah. sort of like, I know sometimes I I sit there and I think like, like me and my missus are fasting and we're eating healthy, healthily, and then you're giving your kid chicken nuggets and chips from McDonald's, and yeah. I think we're kind of if, if you're doing it, don't. I mean, but it's hard. Like you know, my little and she'll go, and I don't like you. Know, you buy certain sausages or certain burgers or something like that, and then they haven't got them that week, and then you buy a different one, yeah. and then she'll sit there and go, I don't like that. And I'll try and say to her, is it making you violently sick? Yeah. And she goes, no, it's not. And I'm like, well, not everything I eat, I don't sit there and go, oh, this is amazing. I like, yeah. I know it's good for you, you know, and, or whatever. It, it's, it's not disgusting. So try and eat, let's try and eat it, you know. You know, it's with a lot of kids now. Visually, when they look at something and they know it's different, they'll straight away say, I don't like that. Yeah. And I'll always say to my daughter, well, how do you know you don't like it? You never tried it. Yeah. No, I just don't like it. Mm. But then she'll do that with films as well, you know. I'll suggest watching a film. No, I don't like that. Like Harry Potter. She's put off watching Harry Potter for how many years now? I said, uh, just give it a shot. Yeah. No, I don't like it. I said, but you never watched it. Yeah. I don't like it. This weekend, Harry Potter, she started watching it. That's it. She wants to watch every Look single it. one. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think yeah. it, a lot, uh, you know, we go back to, it's just trying different things. Yeah. It might work for you, it might not. Yeah. You know, give it a try. It's like the ice bath. I'll do it most days. The benefits for me, personally, yeah. are amazing. Mm. You know, I'll get in that ice bath. For one, I'm in the moment. 
I'm not thinking about anything else because it's too damn cold. You're present. Yeah, I'm yeah. present in the moment. I do my breathing exercises and I get out of there and I feel electric. Yeah. You know, and then I'll go to the gym afterwards. I feel amazing. Yeah. I was doing it in January. I got it in November. So I was doing it in January and I just, it was like having three espressos. Yeah. I got out of there and I just felt great, full of energy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm freezing cold. It's giving you natural dopamine yeah. hits, isn't it? Yeah. And I, I, I mean, there's, there's so much research on it now, isn't there? But um, for me, yeah, the benefits, like my, my bones ache, because obviously scaffolding is wear and tear on your body and then going to the gym. And I get in that ice bath and I guarantee the next day I, I feel great. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't ache as much. I mean, footballers have been doing it for years and yeah. then all of a sudden, like, sort of come yeah. mainstream and actually realise that actually, oh, the benefits are good. Say, I've, uh, I've read a few research on it and apparently it gives you a, two, um, a dopamine hit as equal to cocaine. Yeah. But for two and a half hours. But last yeah, and, and it don't drop. Yeah. Like, you know, cocaine, if you looked at the wave, it goes up and then drops yeah. straight away. Whereas the dopamine level of a ice bath goes, yeah. you know, goes up gradually. You know, like say that nobody's ever got out of an ice bath pissed off. No. <laughs> no. You, you're going to be cold. Yeah. You're going to shake. But, you know, because this, 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 I've had friends do it and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, after shakes afterwards. No, that's just your muscles yeah. vibrating. Yeah. You know, just to keep you warm. Keep you warm. Yeah. yeah. It's your again. You, your body, because it gives you, um, well, your body's gone into that state and it's surviving. Yeah. It's keep, your body's making it's, you survive. It's an incredible machine. Same yeah. as a sauna, so it gives you a fever, doesn't it? That's yeah. what it does, it gives you a fever. Yeah. So your body inside is like, well, this I've got a fever. Yeah. So I've got to do everything I can yeah. to keep this we're person. Not, we're full of toxins on a day-to-day basis from our food, our water, whatever they're spraying up there. That's a different topic for another day. <laughs> you know, uh, to our soil. Everything, yeah. You know, the majority of it's toxic. It is so. Saunas are, are known to push you through a detoxification process. Yeah. So that's why I use it. You know, it makes sense. You're sweating it all out. Yeah. So I'll have a sauna, and oh, I did get into a habit actually of having a sauna, and then jumping straight into the ice bath. And yeah. I thought I'm kind of kind of cheating myself a bit because I'm heating my body up. And then I'm getting straight into the ice. Yeah. You know, so I'm warm and it's, it's almost like I want that cold then straight away. But funnily enough, I started to just get in the ice bath without the sauna. Yeah. And I found it easier. Yeah. You know, I found it easier. I mean, I was doing it in January when it was, um, I think it was it like minus five at yeah. one point. It's actually colder outside of the tub than it is in the tub. Yeah. Still freezing cold. Yeah. What do you have your tub at? You, so mine's at minus. Three. Yeah. No, it's at three. Three degrees at the minute. Yeah. So mine drops to two. That's the lowest it goes to, which is, yeah, it's cold. Yeah. It's got. I believe it's colder than most um, most of the seas in the UK currently. Yeah. Um, and I do maximum five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. On average, probably about you know three to five minutes. Yeah. Most days I'm doing it, and I find the benefits of that are. Is it great? Yeah. So I've never done the, the cold plunge yet. I'm, I'm into, I'm, I mean, I haven't got one. I've never been in one, but I'll do the cold showers. Yeah. Which I find a benefit from yeah, straight away. You know, like, when I, before I've done my fasting, the fat that was stripping off yeah. for some reason, you know, I know I eat healthily anyway, but the fat, I try not to do too many things at once, yeah. you know, so you don't know what one's working. Yeah. 
which I've had the habit for in, in the past of like trying to better myself, especially during COVID. Since COVID, that's when I've sort of like learned a bit, a lot more about myself and people and humans and yeah. and our bodies. And then at the start, I was trying to do too much. Yeah. And then, which was actually causing more stress on my yeah. body. Because you're trying to think, you know, you're trying to, you know, you've got this book open and that. I was reading like three books at a time, <laughs> and you know what I mean, stressing yourself out. Because now I've just gone like, then you don't know what's working. No. So I've tried to sort of narrow it down. Right, I'm gonna do this, and then see how that feels. Then I'm gonna add the sauna. Yeah. Then I'm, you know, so I'll do the three minute cold shower. Um, and it, I'm actually, it's easy now. Like yeah. my shower doesn't go cold enough for me. Yeah. You know, I want it colder. So the next step is the ice. Yeah, it's a cold it, plunge. I mean, you can get, you know, the, I think it's a Lumi. Lumi, do yeah. it's about hundred quid. It's a good starter, really, because yeah. I mean, the only the only downsides to it is that you got to buy ice. Yeah, you know, so you have to keep buying ice, and you got to empty it every other couple of days. You know, whether obviously I I forked out a bit more on mine, and uh, mine's got like a filter. It's got a temperature system, yeah. so it's constantly filtering the water. Okay, yeah. So I don't have to like clean mine for yeah. I think it's like sixty days. Mm. And I mean, I don't put so you can put like bromine or um, chlorine in it, which chemicals toxic. Yeah, so yeah. I don't use them. I yeah. use borax actually, yeah. which is um, it's quite hard to get hold of. So I use that, and I find that just uh, better on my skin because I can't. So I, I don't wear deodorant, you know, and it's not through. Oh, I just don't want to. Yes, <clears throat> the chemicals in them. Yeah, you know, if I can't use so like um, uh, radox. Radox. Yeah. If I put radox on in the shower, my skin yeah. the next day, it's yeah, it's horrific. Yeah, you know, it's just the chemicals. Yeah, there's something in it that's just it almost like like strips something out of my skin. And yeah, yes, yeah, it's, it's no. And even my daughter, people, my youngest daughter, people buy the bath bombs. Oh, yeah, yeah they're brilliant. Throw them in the water, and you know, you got pink and yellow and. They come in unicorn shapes and everything. Put one of them in the bath, the next day she gets eczema. Yeah. So we took them out, stopped using them. She's okay now. Yeah. She doesn't get, you know, doesn't get it as bad. And you know, that's something we've got to look at. As my and suffers with hives. Um, she did, but it's hard. We haven't, still haven't pinpointed what causes it yet yeah. because, like, she'll just be sitting here and all of a sudden she'll just get a hive yeah. on her face. So we've tried to sort of, I don't it's hard, you know, one minute it's like strawberries and then it's, you know, oh no, it's not, it's still happening, it's not, and she ain't had any strawberries, so it's hard to pinpoint that, yeah. but I'm with you we're on that now, um, the more I've, I've researched and listened to certain people that, a few people say that if, you, if you're not going to eat it, don't put it on your body, because you don't, I don't think people realise that when you put something on your body, it, you, it goes into your body, yeah. you know, I don't think, you know, you think it's on the outside and it can wash off, but yeah. actually it seeps into your yeah. body, same with, and I, and I, and I, you, we always know this, say with like, um, if you ever had, used to have aches and pains, muscle aches, you put Voltol, yeah. and you rub it on your skin, yeah. and then, but you're not twigging that actually, <laughs> so that's going into your body and going into your muscle, whereas, so then what we're spraying on us and doing to us actually goes in. So the skin's the biggest organ. Yeah. You know, even water, I've got uh, filters on my shower, you know, I try not to, because as we all know, the water, especially in the UK, it's trash, yeah. you know, it's awful. So I try to, you know, I try. But people can look at this, you know, like what we're talking about, I'm saying, I've got filtered, I have filtered water, I don't have plastic bottle no. water anymore. You know, I, I got to the point where tap water is bad for you, so oh, I avoid yeah. plastic bottle water. Yeah. Then I realised, then I researched on that. Yeah. 
and plastic bottled water is bad for you. So now I was like, well, I've got a Brit filter. Yeah. You know, and I've filtered water, even in my coffee, everything. You know, yeah. the only thing, you know, I haven't got the shower thing. But it's getting to that point now, yeah. you know. Of, it is. And I, I've, I've got a water distiller. But I believe the only downside to that is it strips out all the minerals from the water. So I have that and then I'll put like, obviously, I'll put a bit of salt back in there yeah. as well. And some lemon in the morning just to just to kind of replace at least some minerals into my body um but that's good yeah the, the water distillers are good but i've noticed during the last three years i think rather than focusing on the negative you know which a lot of people have done yeah you know i've actually come out of a lot of groups you know so-called conspiracy we call them conspiracy yeah, yeah. theorist groups i actually stepped out of a lot of it because i thought the people in there no disrespect to them they were just it was like an echo chamber. It's yeah. just the same shit every week, week in, week out. Oh, you know, if you don't take the jabs, they're going to be knocking on your door, yeah. pinning you down. No, they're not. <laughs> no, no, That's no. not going to yeah. happen. It's never happened and it won't happen. Yeah. You know, and it's just, all that is, is you're blaming, those people are blaming the government for using fear as a tactic. Yeah. You're using fear yourself. Uh, yeah. Because there's going to be the someone in that side. group. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be someone in that group with a fragile mindset that thinks, oh shit, yeah, someone is going to come round my house. Yeah. And they are going to do this. They are going to do that. Yeah. I'll, I'll get your point there, yeah. So I stepped away from yeah. a lot of it because I thought, no one's got a solution. Well, you know, many people in the group, you didn't have a solution. There's no solution to it. Yeah. It's just constantly moaning. So I thought, well, unless you've got a solution, yeah, I'm going to step out of it. You know, so um, I, 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 yeah, I kind of use that mentality now and I just figure things out for myself yeah. as best as I can really rather than listening to other people yeah. you know? and do, do what you want to do it's like when I started my fasting one of the lads at work said oh you know you're gonna you, what you turn in Muslim now because that's what people associate fasting yeah. with and like you know, and I sort of explained it to him a little bit because he asked not that I'm trying to drill it into anybody and he was like oh bloody hell I didn't realise that you know like the yeah. benefit you know well the benefits from it and he's like how do you feel I'm like I feel great like, like I said what I said to you earlier I, was like, I don't rely on food all the time and I, you know I'm a lot more relaxed with my food yeah I don't have to eat at certain times and stuff like that and like, but that's what works for me yeah you know so I'm doing it for me I'm not doing it for anybody else and it all, I've been like that all my life with, with loads of things even even going as a kid going out I'd have lads knocking at the door are you coming out to play go down the park drinking and stuff like that. I don't want to do it like I don't care what they're not, I'm not a lone wolf, but because I like to have my little tribe around yeah. me, but I thought I don't want to do that, so no. why do I have to do that? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't, I don't want to be doing the things that, that are not positive in my life, you know, that don't benefit me. Yeah, you know, I've, I've kind of got to a point where it's like I don't need to be doing them things anymore, yeah. you know. I, I want to be around people that, that are, you know, that uplift you, yeah, you can have a good conversation with, yeah, you know, and, and not gossip, yeah. I don't, I don't want any of that, yeah, you know. And it's, it's, it's sadly, it's hard to come by. Yeah. You know, definitely. Yes. But I like to mix with, I'm not saying like the, my way is the right way. Like, again, no. it's what works for me. But I like to mix, you know, I've got people that, that I've got mates that ain't had the job. I've got mates that had the job. I've got mates that eat junk food all the time and, or whatever. Like, but I'm not saying, oh, you should do this, you should do that. Because, yeah. you know, you can advise or uh, you can speak about it in a nice way. But like, again, you take it and leave yeah. it, you know, like, 
was saying I've got a mate I don't know if you said this earlier and I said you know there's certain things that he does and I've said about the fasting and that and he's like I don't, I don't want to do it I don't yeah. need to do it so I was like that's fine I'm not yeah, going to cool. go oh you should no or, I don't ever because like... I wouldn't want somebody telling me that you should do this should that because I'm not I don't, I'm yeah. not going to listen but you can take it and you think oh you know yeah. I, 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 I like that actually I'll try that now you know yeah. what I mean oh Scott said that last year I'm going to try that now because yeah. I feel a bit rubbish yeah. Subconsciously, you're going to influence people. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and it's not a bad thing. No, you know, if it benefits their life. Yeah, and it's good for them. That's not a bad thing. I think yeah. That's a great thing. You know, my mates take the Mickey out of me a lot of the times. You know, oh, you're always doing something weird or something different. So you know, it's just I'm on a journey, yeah. self-discovery. That's only weird to them. It's weird to them. Yeah, you know, to me, like, it's not. You know, so like when you're sitting at a party and if you're not up there dancing, they go, "Oh, you're bored." Yeah, but. I'm, you might be enjoying yourself and might be having a better, better time than they are but yeah. like, not everybody's the same yeah you know, like, what works for somebody doesn't like, okay, we'll keep saying it's don't work definitely else. you know I get up I get up early in the morning half four most mornings I'll go to the gym you know I've never or I'll sit first thing I'll, you know, I'll have two glasses of water I'll sit downstairs I'll never have the telly on ever I'll sit I'll read a book I'll do some meditation because that's that's just my time. That's yeah. my two hours. You know, like I'm alone. I prepare myself for the day, and, and that's what works for me. Yeah. You know, other people like to stay in bed till eight, nine o'clock, yeah. and get up at the last minute, brush their teeth, and yeah. out the door. I can't do that. Yeah. You know, it kind of offsets my day if I do that. Yeah. So you know, we were talking about this earlier. Yeah. And um, yeah, those are my routines, which might seem weird to others, but for me, it works. Yeah. You know. And I've I've been guilty of it in the past where. I like I don't watch TV often, and I, I like to make my time useful. Yeah. But then I overstressed it. Yeah. By feeling guilty if I wasn't doing something. Yeah. So and that would stress me out. Yeah. So you know if I, 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 I you know wanted to watch something on TV, I just feel guilty for it. Yeah. But and now I've learned that actually it's okay to sit down and do nothing. Of course. And watch TV. You can watch a Netflix. Yeah. Like, is what people get like, which I did. I got um, in my head that you can't waste any minute of the day you've got to be doing something all the time better, better in yourself but you don't realise like, them little things of doing nothing also benefit you of course you. yeah you uh, need that. it's just you know it's all I say oh, sometimes you can take things to the extreme and, yeah. and, and then and then you sort of you've got to bring yourself back down yeah. same with my like I was going to ask you about like your childhood and stuff like that like what influence you know what have you taken from your childhood like, an example of mine is I want a bad mouth certain people but <laughs> I look at certain things that how I was brought up and um, I look at them and go no, I don't want to do them yeah. you know and I, and I don't want to be like that with my child and, yeah. you know like I have a set time every Tuesday um, me and my me and my daughter play in a playroom yeah. with Barbie dolls yeah. I don't want to fucking play with Barbie dolls no but it's it means but so much I know one day that she'll turn around to me and I'll go, I'll go oh it's Tuesday yeah. Ida do you want to go and play in a Playroom Barbie yeah. dolls, she'll go, no. I'll do, and I'll tell you what, they don't realise how much that will, like, until you have kids, how much that will crush you. Of course. And I used to go snooker with my pap, God bless his soul, every Friday. And that, and I got to a certain age, I think it was about 14, 15, started going on a pub with my dad, yeah. hanging around with his friends, you know, and it would be like, now nah, I'm not going to go this week, pap. And it's like, next week, now nah, I'm going to leave it this week, yeah. pap. And then it was like, got to a point where that stopped. Yeah. And looking back now, I wish I'd never stopped. Yeah. You know, and, and that, but that, but that's life, and that happens. But I know one day my daughter's going to say that to me. So yeah. then it's like, right, what can I find now? What can I? 
how can I be relatable yeah. to her and do something else with her, you know, move with her yeah. and be there for her, which I never had. Yeah. You know, it was um, certain family members. <laughs> yeah, oh, mate, oh, uh, so my, my so I, I, don't, I don't even refer to him as a dad because that's what, you know, one thing he's not. Um, so I'm a twin, I've got a twin sister. Yeah. And my dad left when we were, I think it was two. It was around about two. And my mum always has stories of yeah. why it happened and yeah, and whatnot. So she brought us up. And my mum is, so my mum was a midwife. Um, and she, God bless her, had to work all the hours available, you know, because she had twins, she was on her own. So when we got to like oh I mean I was a, I was a troubled teenager I played it a lot you know um, but yeah as I think like you know growing up we had a we had a good childhood yeah it, it was good you know obviously she wasn't there and I think even still to this day you know because she'll bring it up quite a lot oh you know I just regret that I wasn't there enough for you and all but I fully understand you know and I'll always say to my mum you know I'm eternally grateful because yeah. you were there you know, you were there when it counted, and I understand that you had to work. Yeah. Because as an adult and a grown man with with a family of my own, you know, I have to be out to earn the money to support my family. My mum didn't have a partner. You know, I'm married. I've yeah. got a partner who's who's got a job. You know, there's two incomes coming in. My mum had one. Yeah. So she'd work in the days, and I'll never forget her. She'd come in at night time, and she used to wake me up, and she'd say, "You can be all right getting yourself up for school because I'm going to go and do a night shift." You know, she'd get a call out to go and deliver a baby. And then as we grew older, got to teenagers, same thing. She'd work days and then she'd get a call out and have to go out in the night. You know, and then she'd come home and see it the next day. So I learnt to cook. Yeah. So that there is value behind that. Yeah. All right, my mum wasn't there, but I learnt to cook for myself. Yeah. She'd go and buy food. And fend for yourself. And fend yeah. for myself, yeah. You know, so, um, yeah, and I'm, I'm extremely close to my mum. You know, she's like a... A mother and a father yeah. mixed in one, you know. Yeah. And I used to think, well, it didn't really affect me not having a dad. It did, you know, subconsciously. It's it did affect me, you know, because a, a few of my friends are a lot older than me, you know, and so I always kind of gravitated towards like conversations with older men. And you know, uh, one of my friends now he's he's in his he's in his sixties. You know, I love talking to him. You know, it's like having a a father figure around, you yeah. know, and, and it's nice. I never had that father figure to tell me that you know pat on the back son you're doing alright and you know I never had that so yeah, yeah I, I, when it was sports day my mum couldn't be there because she was working so all my mates at school you know both parents are there yeah. or at least one parent's there you know there wasn't one sports day at school where I had a parent there my yeah. mum couldn't because she was working so you know and I mean I remember that now so it has had an impact yeah. on my life to a certain degree but then I made sure that when I had my two girls that I wouldn't repeat those mistakes that my dad made, you know. And he's he's never been in my life. Yeah. But you know how I view it is that, yes, I've missed out on a father, but I don't know what I was like because yeah. I, I never had one, you know. He was never there. So, yeah, to some, some degree, I missed out, but he's missed out more, Yeah, you know. I've got, you know, I've got two beautiful girls. My sister, she had a, she had a son when she was... 17 so he's 22 you know so 
and now he's my sister's a, a grandma now so she, you know she he's had my sister's lads had a, a, a daughter and he's missed out on so much yeah you know he's missed out on my kids you know he's missed out on me growing up my sister growing up and I've always said to my mum he'll be a very very lonely man yeah he lives on his own from what I know now he lives on his own yeah he's got no friends you know so it's, it's I kind of view it as that you, you then you've took the positives of what yeah. he did yeah yeah like we're saying you do the opposite like my old man he just did what he wanted to do yeah. basically and that was take to no the extent what we're doing yeah but it's sort of like the consequences are a yeah. lot different you know like we try and like I try and I realise how selfish you've got to be to better yourself because then I'll be better around my family definitely whereas say my man goes down the pub all the time yes it's better in himself but he's not making himself better around the family yeah. you know in that sense you know what yeah. I mean so yes he's being but he's so he is truly being selfish yeah. to not better you know to it's it's a balance yeah and I, I think this is all I always ask this as well it's an uncomfortable question but I always say to people who's the most important person in your life it's yourself yeah you know because if you're not right yeah nothing else around you is going to be right no you know you can't pretend to make it all right yeah you know you this what i say about going within and know thyself you know being true to yourself and knowing who you really are it's so important yeah you know it's like if i struggled with you know mental health don't get me wrong i have off days you know like most people do i have off days but i know the triggers yeah. i know how to deal with it i know the things not to do not the food to eat yeah you know some people a lot of men have a bad day first thing they want to do is they'll go to the pub yeah you know then that for, for me oh it might work for them but for me it's that's not the answer yeah you know i'd go to the gym you see yeah you know yeah so it, it, it's everybody it's the individuality and everyone's got their own different way of working things out but i see drinking alcohol as kind of a negative to dealing with those problems. Yeah, but it's, a, it's masking it. It's of depressing, course. isn't it? Yes, yeah. it makes you depressed. I mean, my my man's he probably won't admit it, but my man's alcohol dependent, and he has been for as long as I've known him. Yeah, um, and that's what he do. he goes to the pub every night and drinks. Yeah. Um, I don't get it. I mean, we're sitting here in my bar now. Yeah, I I never come home. Some there's times at work I think, oh, I'll go home and have a JD. Yeah. never do. Nah. I'll go and go gym, like yeah. you said, and because that I know the benefit yeah. is going to be a high, you know, better. You know, and people think that after you know to go sleep at night, they drink throughout the day and they sleep well. Well, actually, they're sedated and not actually sleep. No, you no, know, it's not proper quality not proper sleep, sleep is it? You know, and you wake up, and your problems are still there. Yeah, and I'm not saying that you go to the gym and you do a workout and your problems are gone. gone no, 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 but I think from a mental a mental point of view, it. It definitely helps. It, yeah. You know, it eases it, and I can go, and I've got like a, a fresher mind, and I can, I can kind of go home, and you know, like leave that bag at the door, and walk in. My kids, my wife's there, and it's yeah, things just seem seem good again. You know, yeah. I've had a bit of a shitty day. I've always, and that's the the one thing is I don't bring my problems no. on. You know, I kind of leave them at the door, and my house is my sanctuary. Mm. You know, it's it's sacred place to me, basically. Yeah. And I think it, you know, it should be because it's the one environment you're in all the time. So you know, I like to make sure that my home environment is is good. You know, it's uh, just peace of mind for me, and I can leave the outside world. <laughs> yeah, I like that. With more work, I've tried, you know, it's, I can I can have the shit day at work. Even on the way home, shit, I'm still feeling the mood from it. But it's weird. But as soon as I put that key in the door, yeah. I walk in that door. Yes, yeah. oh, it needs to change. Yeah. An instant, like I see my little girl and my 
misses and I'm just like I change instantly yeah. there are times you know you still yeah. sort of bring it home which is natural but I don't beat myself up about it nah. whereas my mom had come home and it would you know she'd be moaning about this and that and he'd bring it home and it's just a, not a nice thing you know to hear all the time it's the same yeah. it's the same shit yeah. all the time same people yeah. same shit Well, that was the end of the episode and I want to thank you for listening. I hope you took something from our conversation today. Please follow or subscribe. The link to the Instagram page will be in the description. Please feel free to DM me if you'd like to be a guest on the podcast.